This is Irrational Confidence, a conversation about sports, technology, and entertainment. All right, so we're back. We are back. We're back. back Merry, Christ- Merry Christmas, Nicholas. Merry Christmas to you, sir. This was um, this was supposed to be a before Christmas episode. It was, it was, yeah. but uh, you you got the the Christmas miracle. I did the, the Ebola, the Christmas plague. <laughs> I like you do, like you do. I was sick for literally like two weeks. You know, if it was a hundred years ago, you'd probably be dead. So I probably would be dead. So you know, there you go. On the bright side, I'm not on dead. Bright, on the bright side, you're alive. Uh, so there's all only uh, nowhere to go but up. I literally the 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 day after we recorded the last show, I got sick and I got got better like yesterday. Dear God, man! Yeah, it was pretty horrible. Do you have any time off around the holidays here? I'm assuming you were off. Uh, we're recording this day after Christmas, um, so I'm assuming you were off on Christmas. I was off on Christmas, and because of work being so slow, I got off two and a half hours early on New- on Christmas Eve. Gotcha. So it works slow because doctors' offices are slow. That yeah, saying? they don't want like to go to the hospital and write orders. There you go. See, which is why I'm on, uh, on a little mini vacation as well. So, there you go. There you go. A mini staycation? Yes. Those aren't those the best kind? They, they really are. They yeah. really, really are. They are great. Although, you know, it, it'll, it will be now. Uh, we spent, we had like a 24-hour uh, Christmas-a-thon in Richmond. So we were literally, I literally left. Uh, I didn't see you. Yeah, exactly. Because we didn't drive through Enon. I had 24 hours and I, I had less than 24 hours in Richmond. And, and you uh, chose not to come to Enon? <laughs> I don't understand. I, I try to spare no expense. <laughs> exactly. So I, going to Enon incurs uh, lots of expenses. and Because uh, <laughs> it's so such I a just, classy joint. Yeah. There's just too many temptations when you're driving <laughs> uh, on the way to your place. There's just, I want to stop everywhere. There's like you know? three Applebee's right around I wanna, here. I want to stop at the Steel Horse Tavern. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've been there. It's a classy place. Oh, uh, no, no. I'd never want to stop there ever. <laughs> no, you really don't. <laughs> I want to stop at the Rivers Bend food line because it's uh, it's a very classy joint. That's my local food line. And what's oh the Rivers Bend Grill. Yes. Not to be not to be undone by uh, Steel Horse Tavern, but the R- Rivers Bend Grill. Rivers classy, Bend Grill is classy joint is a st- I'd say a step a, a half a step above Steel Horse. But if you want to go below Steel Horse, you go to the Bermuda Inn across the street. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Not, uh, not Wings Pizza and things? No, that's that's a pretty classy place for email. <laughs> Especially, I really want, uh, you know, I'm, I've had enough of Wings and Pizza for the holidays. You have my fill for the holidays, but I can't get enough things. So. You know, when, when, you, when you get to the point where you're like, all right, I can eat no more wings. I can eat no more pizza. But gosh, I need some things, and that's, that's the place why to go. that and that's why that restaurant is as successful as it is. That's right. Because you know, when you don't want wings anymore, you're not going to go to B Dubs. When you don't want pizza no. anymore, you're not going to go to Pizza Hut. But you're still going to go to Wings Pizza and things because of the things. Because of the things. These I mean, it's yeah, it's logical. Did, yeah, these are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> Goulet plus wings and pizza. There you go. Okay, so uh, is this the show? This is the show. This is the. <laughs> The show of the show, about the show, for the show, by the show, the meta uh, show. The <laughs> uh, let's let's do some news and follow up, shall we? We got, we got news and follow up, sir. What do we have? Uh, Golden Globe noms. Mm. Right, right, right. That's coming right around the corner. Um, Sunday, January the twelfth. That's on what I got N- written down on WNBC. <laughs> WNBC. It's on WNBC. WNBC. Did you, ever, did you ever see Private Parts? You never saw Private Parts no. with Howard Stern? Oh. I saw parts of it. But, uh, Paul, ah. G, Paul Giamatti plays the head of the network, and uh, Howard Stern is uh, at odds with him and hates him, and so he like, mm-hmm. makes fun of him all the time. And then and then uh, Paul Giamatti's character is trying to tell him how to read the call call signs, so how to say WNBC on the air, and he's like, WNBC, WNBC. And yeah, I guess you had to be there. And it, Stern plays himself in that movie, right? Yes, it's actually a pretty good movie. I I actually recommend it. 
okay. uh, especially for the uh, the speaker scene, and you will you will know it when you see it. The speaker so, scene. The speaker scene, and that's all I can say on this podcast. If we still, if we want to have the uh, the good for kids label that we <laughs> that we fight for every day, we fight for it. <laughs> we haven't gotten caught yet. Is what there you mean? You <laughs> we fly, we're under the flying under the radar. Flying under the radar. Uh, yes. I can't believe one of our thousands of listeners hasn't turned us in yet. It's only it's only a matter of time. It is only a matter of time. Uh, enjoy it while it lasts. So Golden Globes. So Golden Globes. Um, some noticeable <laughs> snubs on the TV side. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to read you a list of the, of these four shows that did not even get one single nomination. Am I, I going to be shocked? Uh, we'll see, uh, we'll see what your reaction is. I'm looking for a live, a live reaction here. So I don't <laughs> well, you're going to any... get it. Cause I haven't looked at the list. <laughs> okay. No walking dead. No walking dead. Wow. Okay. No mad men. No mad men. No, wow, this was a good season last season. Yeah. No game of Thrones. That's kind of shocking. Okay. And no Homeland. Mm. And remember, remember last year we talked, I mean, Homeland pretty much swept the, swept the categories. Yeah. I was picking Claire Danes for everything. Did you watch uh, this current season of Homeland? Yeah. Yeah. I'm you all did? caught up. You all caught up? Yeah. Awesome. Good. Cause I'm about to cancel that. So there you go. I'm glad you got caught up on that. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Just disregard. You're going to edit that out. Uh, it's just going to yeah, be a gap so in the audio. It's, Kind of, kind of depressing, right? Very kinda. much so. And apparently, they're doing another season. Yeah, yeah. How? Gonna, well, you know, it just the way, the same way they've continued to do it. I mean, you know, Brody was only Brody was really supposed to bite the bucket at the end of season one, so they only oh, okay. they kept him on because uh, he was such a fan favorite. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess but, the story's more about her than it is him. Right. So it's all about what's going to happen now and uh, what's going to happen with Saul, and uh, so there you go. So, yeah. you know, their life goes on. Yeah, it does. It, does. it needed to, it needed to happen. You're never going to have any meaningful uh storyline with Carrie without Brody there. Uh you know, cuz you're always be that their storylines would always be intertwined because of their history. And so I think I think this is good, forging a new direction now, you know. It's yeah. shocking shocking obviously, but uh but you know, sometimes you got to do that. You got to rip the bandaid off. I just kept thinking, um, obviously, uh, I'm, we're spoiling everything here, but I just kept thinking, um, should I, should I do the spoiler alert? Uh, it's still, I think it's a little late for that. Too now. late for that. All right. You're out of luck if you're, if you haven't watched it. If you ever watch um, Homeland and you want to watch it, skip ahead, of, skip ahead about 45 seconds and we'll go back to, uh, uh, nominations. There you go. Uh, when they're, when they're raising him up, uh, with the, the noose around his neck, I keep thinking something's going to happen. It's going to snap or. Yeah, something. someone's gonna shoot it, or she's gonna yeah. shoot it, or something's yeah, gonna no. happen, and and he's something gonna be saved. Happen. Yeah, something did happen. You watched him die. I did watch him die. Um, pretty pretty sucky way to go, too. A terrible way to go. It didn't even like snap his neck. Like he actually suffocated. Yeah, yeah, awful. That's, uh, that blows. Uh, so back to yeah, Golden Globes. Uh, Golden, Golden Globe nominations. So some more uh, noticeable snubs. Okay. In the animation category. Mm-hmm. No, no monsters university. Really? Yeah. yeah That's no such Monst- a good movie. I know. No monsters university, but about- frozen frozen was nominated. The crudes okay. were nominated. The crudes like, were nominated. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. I haven't seen that, but it doesn't look um, good. It looks pretty crude. If you ask me, <laughs> uh, no Nick Offerman. Really? No, no nomination for Nick Offerman. Don't understand mm. that. Uh, but there is one nomination that you will be happy about. Okay. In the uh, Outstanding Comedy Series category for television. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. Very, very... Learned. Uh, yeah, I, I, as you say so. I, I think, take your I word think, for it. I think everyone on this podcast agrees that's a, that's a good show. <laughs> Is that the consensus? Um, well, maybe. Okay. <laughs> uh, 50% of the time, it's good every time. <laughs> uh, all right, man. I might have to check it out at some point, but... You know, if you know if the Hollywood Foreign Press and uh, Nicholas Ford says it's good, it must be good. I'll, I'll say this: I like it. I think it's funny, but I can definitely see why somebody would watch it and be like, "No, that's not funny." Right. I guess it's an acquired taste, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Sort of. It did see. take me two tra- two tries to watch it. So. There you go. 
Well, you know, you stuck with it, and there you've been rewarded for your perseverance. I did. I did. Uh, as far as movies, obviously, because Golden Globes kind of deal with a little bit of both, <laughs> I, I really have not a lot I can add because I haven't seen a lot of these movies. It's going to be a weird Golden, excuse me, a weird Golden Globes cast for us. Uh, the the five movies nominated in uh, Best Motion Picture Drama, mm-hmm. I've I've not seen. Twelve Years a Slave. Nope. Captain Phillips? Nope. Philomena? Nope. Rush, which is that racing movie, I think, with... um, Is that Ron Howard? The Ron Howard one? Yeah, I haven't seen that. And Gravity. Well, did see that. Okay, so I'm sure you'll be voting for Gravity in a lot of categories. probably. Uh, Best Motion Picture Musical, a comedy, I've seen zero. Uh, American Hustle? Nope. Although I want to see that. How is that either a musical or a comedy? Uh, I, I don't know. It is. I guess okay. it's it's I guess it's uh light kind of lighthearted. I thought it was it's a in, drama. It's, it's in that vein. I think it's in the lighthearted vein. Okay. They're like uh it's like this thing operation, you know? I don't know. Uh The Wolf of Wall Street? Nope. Her? Nope. Inside Lewin Davis? Nope. And Nebraska. Nope. Yep. So this is gonna be a really fun This is uh, gonna be great. Globecast. So I cannot um, wait for our predictions. <laughs> right. Uh let's see here. Wow. Best, yeah, hope... best animated feature film: The Crudes, Despicable Me Too, and Frozen. I've seen neither and neither or nor of any. I've seen Despicable Me Too. It was pretty good. My daughter and my wife have seen Frozen, and the verdict was it was okay. Uh huh. So wow, I can't believe ba- Monsters okay. University didn't get yeah didn't get in the nominate. So here are um, best TV series drama: <laughs> Breaking Bad. Okay. Yeah. Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. The Good Wife. I haven't seen it, but I want to. House of Cards and Masters of Sex. Mm. So there you go. Hmm. I have not watched Masters of Sex. I have not watched Masters of Sex either. I guess maybe, you know, we should have done that while we had. I think that was Showtime, right? I I figured it was probably not a good idea to start a new show on Showtime. (laughs) You know what? There's a lot more behind the candelabra sightings here. I got to watch that. Behind the Candelabra, Best TV Movie or Miniseries nominated. Uh, Behind the Candelabra, Matt Damon and Michael Douglas nominated, uh, competing against each other for Best Actor. Oh, okay. Oh, look at that. Rob Mm -hmm. Lowe, Best Supporting Actor, Behind the Candelabra. I didn't even know Rob Lowe was in that. Well, you do now. I do now. Literally, he's literally nominated for the Best Supporting Actor. Awesome. There you go. So, good. Golden Globes. uh, Next month. And uh, we will uh, we'll have a, a Globecast, and we'll have some sort of wager. Yes, we'll on, have, uh, we have, uh, today's the 26th, so we have, what, 17 days? There we go, we'll figure something out. Yeah, if we don't get an episode out in 17 days. Just then, wait longer. Then it's because I'm sick again. <laughs> uh, okay, so moving on. Moving There's your Golden Globes. Golden what else, what Globes. What do we got? Uh, we got some movie reboots, which, you know, I'm always a big fan of reboots. Oh, I know you are. You're always right at the front of the line oh, for those. God. What is it? Uh, Blade Runner? Uh, oh, you shut your mouth. Oh, okay. Um, although he is making a sequel. Nice. I don't want to talk about that. Um, okay. Is so it called, is it called Almost Human? Yep. Yep. That's exactly right. It's a, <laughs> it's a series. You're like, wait a minute. What? Someone already took that? Fuck. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, these two reboots, I'm not, I'm, I'm reserving judgment. Okay. They, they might Ju- be okay. Wait a minute. Hang on a second. I have to, I have to go online and reserve that judgment for you. Reserve that for me. Um, Hang on. And hmm. reserve. Yep. Okay, good. Um, so movie, the first naked gun. Okay. My first reaction to the rebooting naked gun was no, please don't. Um, see my, but- my reaction was okay, but. My reaction was no when it was when I was told who was going to be doing the rebooting. Yeah. Um, Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Uh, I like Don't. Ed Helms. I think he's uh, funny, but he is no Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Well, and gosh, I don't think. I think you got two know. problems here, though. Here's here's it's problem. Like, it's like rebooting Airplane. Like it's you can't. Well, yeah, it's the same people that did it. Um, I know, but that's such an iconic movie. You that, can't do it. I don't know why. Why would you do it? So here's here's my two problems. Okay. One, two problems. you're either going to have people that remember Naked Gun and aren't going to find it funny because they remember Leslie Nielsen. Right. Or you're going to have people that don't remember Naked Gun and aren't going to see why this is funny. 
Exactly. I think, yeah, it's been so long that there's that, there's a gap there. There's a gap. That people I think there's are, a gap. That there's going to be a lot. Of, <laughs> there's a gap. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a gap trap. It's a gap trap. Uh, I think, that, yeah, there's going to be a good segment of the population that's going to be like, oh, look at this brand new movie I've never heard of. They're yeah, not but they're all going to be 13 years old. Right, but they're not going to know it's a reboot. Uh, I would argue a little bit older. I mean, when did the Naked Gun come out? Um, 1988, 89, somewhere in there. No way. It came out earlier than that. I'm going to IMDb that right now. Do it. There's no way it came out that late. I was thinking more mid-80s. Were you? Were you? I was. Uh, I guess maybe I was wrong. That would be 1988. Oh, look at you. You're correct. Wow. Congratulations on all your success. Thanks. Uh, What do I win? (laughs) It's um, nothing, isn't it? You win because you don't have to keep watching... uh, you don't have to watch uh, Super Fun Night. That's how. You, that's why you win. <laughs> that show is so terrible. I've watched like two episodes. I want to shoot myself every time. They're like, you Dad. owe me a full season. I know. I'm working on it. The damn thing is still on. I didn't think it was going to be on this long. I wouldn't even have subjected my worst enemy to a full season of this. Oh, but I'd do it to my best friend. I was thinking like four, four episodes, four or five episodes max. No, no, no. no. They're going to keep bringing it back. Oh, God, it's torture. It's oh absolute torture. It's like, I want death or do I want super fun night? You want super fun night. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think there'd be such a rush. We're all out of, we're all out of death. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So, remaking Naked Gun. Don't, don't know how that's going to be. Yeah. Um, with they're Ed also, Holmes. they're also remaking The Terminator. The Terminator. I'm a well, little... I guess it's not, I guess it's not so much of a remake, right? I mean, it's like, it's a continuation of the series. I guess so, because Schwarzenegger's coming back, right? Right, I mean, he came back for Terminator Salvation, <clears throat> which was directed by McG. I don't um, think I ever saw that. Which uh, which one was that? Not terrible. Um, it was with uh, Avatar dude. The guy was an Avatar. What's his um, name? Uh, the Australian guy. Uh, I don't know his name. That wasn't the one with uh, what's her face, was it? Yes, it was the one with what's her Claire Danes. No, yeah. that was Terminator Three. Terminator Three. Okay, so I this never is, saw Salvation then. Yeah, you never saw Salvation. Um, not terrible. Uh, okay, movie, but um, it's and that dealt with more like of the time before, like when uh, what's his what's Kyle? What's his name? Kyle something? What's the guy's um, name? His dad. His dad. His dad that goes back. That's dad. It's actually younger than him. Yeah, I don't know. Kyle something. Kyle Reese. Yes. Kyle Reese. Uh, when Kyle like so it's after Judgment Day and Kyle Reese is like a teenage maybe not. A, like in his twenties, somewhere around there. Um, and his, his relationship with another Terminator and that's, and how that kind of bond starts to form and all that stuff. So it's, it's interesting. It's not bad. Uh, Schwarzenegger makes a cameo in it. I think that came out like 10 years ago or something like that. It's been oh a while. God. Um, maybe not that long ago. Cause it was Blu-ray. But, he didn't really uh, do anything between like when he was governor. So I guess like, right. It had to have been. So, um, so yeah, so but this is the key. I don't think it's so much that they're making another Terminator. It's who they've cast as. I'm very excited as Sarah Connor. I'm very drum, excited. Dr- drum roll, please. We have <laughs> Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark, Daenerys to Targaryen herself. Oh, with fire and blood, the mother mm. of dragons mm. will be mm. in the Terminator. Mm. 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 So very nice. So very nice. Although I'm not, I don't know how she's going to be. I'm assuming they'll probably make her a brunette. I don't know that she'll, they'll have her well, with that crazy blonde hair. She's like naturally a brunette and I think she's prettier. You think? Personally. Yeah. Mm. Doesn't, doesn't, uh, the color doesn't wash her face out so much. Mm. Yeah. I know. Mm. I, get, I get it. Yeah. It, it uh, goes, goes better with her eyes. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Something to look forward to there. I know that at least gets you a little excited about following the terminator news knowing yeah. that she's she's in it i mean she'll have a very very prominent role obviously yeah um and what i read was july 1st 2015 for that okay and wow, uh, so they're they're moving right along and i don't i have not seen a date for naked gun well maybe that's better maybe that's for the best yeah i think it is uh cool moving on what, what else we got so you um you wanted to talk about this uh, new series on amc Oh, yeah, I just wanted to hit it real quick. I uh, didn't know if you had seen a trailer for it. It looks interesting. AMC, 
new series called Turn, mm-hmm. which is about America's first spy ring uh, during the Revolutionary War. So it's like and, uh, uh, it's like the Americans. Yes, it's exactly exactly <laughs> like the Americans. Uh, but you know, AMC they've done good work, and uh, this this could be something that that's much needed for them as they've had uh, obviously. With Breaking Bad, saying, they just haven't uh, had any success lately at all. Since, since Breaking Bad and Breaking Bye Bye, um, <laughs> the, yeah, they've had no success. So maybe this will finally be something that that yeah, hits it for them. <laughs> maybe one will finally hit. Maybe one will finally hit. Maybe this is it. So I don't know if you <laughs> saw the trailer for that. I have not, but I'm going to have to check it out because okay. it looks really good. Looks promising. It said sometime in 2014. I don't know exactly when it will premiere, but I'm probably sometime like I would think uh, January, February, March, uh, first quarter. Yeah. But, uh, but it looks promising. I, I'm into the, the Revolutionary War stuff. Uh, kind of has a lot of the, the same kind of components of Sleepy Hollow, which is a very good show, which you should watch. Um, yeah, I stopped. But yes, it is a good show. Yes, it's a pretty good show. So uh, to stay tuned for turn. I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm definitely going to give that one a shot. Yeah. Uh, cable series, Revolutionary War. And it's got some got some promise. I haven't seen anyone that I recognize in there. The only but, uh, name I saw that looked familiar was Jamie Bell. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, Jamie Bell. Yeah. I have no idea who that is. He was the voice of Tintin in Tintin. Oh, so when you saw Jamie Bell, you were like, that's the voice of Tintin. <clears throat> um, well. Clearly. Sort of. Clearly. Uh, I recognize so, the name. So, so is that the dog? Tintin's the dog, right? Uh, no, Tintin is not oh. the dog. Snowy okay. is the dog. Come on. Who's Tintin? Tintin's the kid. So the kid's Tintin and the dog is named Snowy? Yeah. It's not Rin Tintin. Oh, Rin. Wait a minute. Rin Tintin? Rin Tintin is a dog. Rin Tintin is a dog. Okay, but Tintin is a person. Tintin's a kid, yeah. Wow, that's very confusing. I think they came out around the same time. <laughs> I, I don't... I, that's very hard to, for a kid to remember that. So, is it... Are they like... Uh, is it like a f- crime-fighting or detective-solving yeah, kind like of thing? Yeah, he's like a reporter and he solves mysteries. Oh, it's, it's always... It's, it's interesting how the reporters kind of fall into that line of work. I know, right? It seems, uh, it seems like, I wonder if they're like pushed to that, you know, if it's something that they're expected to do, if there's, um, some sort of like, uh, reporters union and then like, you know, they nominate someone to go and become a detective. Uh, like my editor's with, breathing down my neck. He wants me to go solve some mysteries. Yeah. You know, go, uh, there's this dog named Snowy who just showed up to the, to the newsroom. Someone, uh, <laughs> someone get out of here and solve some mysteries with him. Who wants this damn dog? Uh, let's give it to the guy named Tintin because no one will think he's a detective. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Hiding in plain uh, sight. What? What did we just talk about? <laughs> turn. Oh, oh, yeah. Clearly. Uh, all right. We talked about turn. So next. Yeah, we did. What's up next? Uh, you and I both saw The Hobbit in regular D. Oh, we did see The Hobbit in regular D. Uh, thoughts? <clears throat> um, I. Well, let me before we get into the Hobbit. Let me. Did you see the Godzilla trailer? Uh, yes, I did. It was like a teaser trailer, so it was really short. Yeah, but I really liked it. You liked it. You liked it short. I liked it. Well, you know me. Okay. So yeah. it, it's got Elizabeth Olsen, who is the Olsen who can act, and it's got Brian Cranston and Ken Watanabe. Ah, <laughs> Ken Watanabe. Yeah, he woke up and now he's in a new movie. Okay, you sure? And I, I, it just looks really good. I mean, I want to see some more, but okay. I don't know. I think cool. it looks good. Cool. Uh, I, I'll take your word for it. Did you ever see Pacific Rim? That's a good. Yes, movie. I did see Pacific. I like Rim. that. And I, like I was, I was ready to hate that movie. Yeah, I was so ready to hate it, but it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Charlie Day, Ron Perlman. Come on. Yeah. Like you yeah. can't. It's just. It's not. You can't take it too seriously. Like it's not meant to be like some grand scope. Like friggin'. You know, Batman, Dark Knight Rises kind of thing, but it's. Uh, I love that you mentioned two of my all-time favorite actors, just <laughs> Charlie Day and. They, and they Brumman. played off each other so great, <laughs> like perfect. It, they were awesome. I mean, that's the that's you know that's just a, that's what I think of a fun summer movie where it's got action, but it's got some like lighthearted stuff and it's stuff where they definitely don't take seriously and some crazy like dialogue and lines in there. They're just like, wow, it's just that's just so funny. It's just just laughing at how insane it is. Um. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was like crazy and over the top, but it was, I don't want to say plausible, but like you got caught up in it and it, it didn't seem happen. outlandish. It could happen. It totally could happen. 
Yeah. And it's not bad looking at Charlie Hunnam for two hours. So mm. he's a little easy on the eyes. Mm. I want his uh, hair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. It's just Still. short or long. It's just perfect. This is perfect. Uh, um, so back to uh, Hobbit. The Hobbit, the desolation of Smaug. Smaug. I hate that so much. Smaug has been desolated in this movie, or are we reviewing his desolation? This whole movie is about his desolation. Yeah, he desolates things. He desolates. He's in charge of desolation, like a boss, like a boss. Desolates like a boss. Um. So yeah, it's uh, part de in this. What is it? One hundred and sixty some page book, or three hundred? I don't remember what it is, but it's hours four through six. Of uh, this nine-hour odyssey um, from <laughs> this, the end this, of the first film, this journey that we're we're taking right. with them, uh, it was know, an unexpected it, journey. It was an unexpected journey. Now full, it's, of, full of desolation. Now it's full of desolation. The desolated journey. So uh, I think it suffers from. <clears throat> I, mean, I don't think it's bad. I enjoy the movie, but I think I knew kind of going into it, it was gonna. It's hard. You have the you know, it's kind of bridges the gap between the first and the third. Um, If you kind of take the fact that it's just one tiny ass book out of it and just look at it as, okay, this is going to be a trilogy. Let's look at it like other trilogies uh, and say that, you know, your first movie, obviously you can take the time to set up the characters to understand the world and the environment and the storyline. And then you you go ahead to the third movie and you say, okay, this is it. This is the shit's hitting the fan. (laughs) You know, we're going to have a wrap up. It's going to end happy ever after. And then there's all the other shit in the middle. And that's movie two. Um, and, you know, that sometimes it, it takes a hit because of that, because it's just it's long and drawn out and it, you don't really get a conclusion. Uh, you just get filler, 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 trying to get you to the point where you're ready for the third movie. Mm-hmm. But you still have to sit in the theater for two hours and 40 minutes to get there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, but that being said, uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it. I thought uh, it was good. Good characters. They had, we were introduced to some new characters, including the Bard. The Bard? Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he was also... I uh, liked him. He was also the played the villain in the latest Fast and Furious movie, Fast and Furious 6. Of course he did. Of course, of course he, he did. did. So uh, the Bard was introduced. Um, we had a couple more characters. We had... Uh, um, mm. The King. The, or, like, not the King, but the I guess, like, the mayor of the town... Yes, uh, played by Stephen Fry. He was yes. phenomenal. Yes, 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 yes. I loved him in this movie. And then the dude, I know that I don't know his name, but like the guy who plays his underling, he almost reminds me of the dude from Rohan. Yeah, I don't know that actor's but, name, but he was really good. Yeah, he's in as a uh, little like Weasley shitbag. <laughs> yeah, as Weasley shitbags go, he was of the first uh, the first order. <laughs> yes, he was. He was right on top of the Weasley shitbag category. Did he get a nomination for Weasley Shitbag? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, I don't think that's an official category until next oh. year. Oh, they're adding it next year. Yeah, that's a so shame. I, unfortunately, that Weasley Shitbag is a shit out of luck. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they were both really good. And then you get uh, you get Evangeline Lilly. Oh yes, oh. Team Gin- Team Ginger. You know this. My goodness. Woo! Love love her. Love that Joker. She's so pretty. Uh, yeah. Interesting, uh, Elvish storyline there as you get to see um, a little bit more about, um, obviously not just Evangeline Lilly, but, uh, Legolas, Orlando Bloom and his father and that whole kind of backstory there and, uh, more about him because you really didn't get any of that, uh, in terms of his, his kind of backstory in the, the Lord of the Rings. uh, Very little. You get like that. He's a wood elf and that he's not from where like the other elves are from. Right, 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 right. But that's really all you get. So yeah, it's good to get some of the, his backstory, and um, and she. What is the elf dwarf equivalent of Jungle Fever? Because uh, um, oh, because she's like trying. She's it's like Beard Fever. <laughs> she's uh, she's got a little. Uh, she's got a thing for Keely. I guess it's like uh, I don't know. I, 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 I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> Did I spring one on you there? He did. He did. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing right now. Um, yeah, so she was really good. Um, and they made, did you see the, they had the little uh, Easter egg there thrown in about Gimli. Uh, the one, 
the one uh, one of the dwarves was talking about his talking about his boy. Yeah, his boy Gimli. They showed the picture and they said, "Who is this ugly one?" <laughs> and uh, that's my boy Gimli. And I was like, "Oh snap! There you go. It all, it's all comes full circle." Yeah. So there you go. Uh, yeah, I I agree ooh. with you about you know the filler and it was really long and all that, but I think all in all, I really enjoyed it. There you go. So, uh, good movie. I yeah, recommend it. Recommend it in 2D. It was oh, fine. Definitely, yeah. I you didn't even de- try it in. You could definitely see, you know, like obviously there was a scene where they were in the, like in these barrels in the rapids and there was a lot of forced 3D thrown in there, uh, that, you know, if you were seeing it in 3D, I could, you know, I would, I could tell while I was watching it in 2D. Oh, that's a 3D scene. That's a 3D scene right yeah. there. I think uh, that scene would have made me ill. Yes. If so, I had seen it in more than more than two dimensions. <laughs> two is my limit on dimensions. I, I hear you. You know, you got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. Um, we all have our limits. And for you, it's it's two dimensions. It's two dimensions. So there you go. The Hobbit. Uh, two, two uh, filthy, dirty thumbs uh, up for that. Yeah, I'd say I mean, so. Not bad. So um, to, to sum it up, it uh, it it ended when Smog leaves the mountain. Smog. Leaves him yes, yes, he is uh, going to look and do some more desolating. He's going to go desolate Evangeline Lilly <laughs> in the town, and we will find out how she gets desolated uh, next well, December. She, ha- she has to die, right? Or, I mean, they've got to do something, uh, because obviously... I mean, it doesn't she either like... has to die or go back to the elves and stay there, one or the other. She's going to go She's gonna go live with her adopted family, the Keeblers. The Ke- yep, mm-hmm. Yep. I wanted to make shoes. <laughs> and then their then their home burns down. Uh, <laughs> um all right, so Ooh. moving right along. Moving right along. So uh you had oh, it in some oh, uh, comic book what? some comic mm? book news, what? right? Yes. Mm? What? Mm? Yep. Yeah. Mm? Yeah. Yeah. Mm? Yes. No. Uh so comic book news. Mm-hmm. Uh Joseph Gordon Levitt. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Cast as the Sandman. The Sandman, which I yeah. don't know much about. It's a Warner Brothers uh, um, graphic novel, kind of uh, in the Watchmen vein. But I don't I know, know a little bit about it. I I have the first two issues, I think, okay. on my iPad, but I need okay. to start it over because I don't really so know so enough to comment. So with him uh, doing the Sandman, it leads me to the next one because these were him and Paul Rudd were the leading candidates for the new Marvel movie, which is going to be called Ant Man. Ant Man. Um, so now with uh, JGL going into Sandman, that's the uh, that's the the trade term, the, and the, if people in the biz uh, refer to Joseph Gordon Levitt is JGL. Yep. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, I read that in Variety. <laughs> uh, so Paul Rudd's now Ant Man, and He's this Ant-Man. is this is Marvel. This is going to be coming out uh, July thirty first, twenty fifteen. Okay. And this is really going to set up a lot of other movies. Uh, Ant Man actually, he was one of the first Avengers. In the comic okay. book, so it'll be good to see him kind of introduced into the universe. Uh, so, um, big big misconception: Ant Man not an ant. Oh, okay. He's I did an, not know that. I knew a, nothing about Ant Man. He's a scientist that finds gets this formula or something that allows him to uh, change his size. So he shrink he can shrink down really really small, and then he has these like antenna things where he can control ants, and so he uses them to help and help them and shit like that. So. Wow. Um, but very, 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 uh, very, very cool, powerful, uh, Mar- Marvel comic book character, um, that's very integral in the Avengers, uh, storyline, uh, moving forward. So well, you, you clearly know a lot more about Ant-Man than I do. Cause I know uh, nothing. I, I know a little Ant-Man. bit. I didn't read a lot of Ant-Man, but he was, you know, I had a little, <coughs> little Ant-Man drops here or there over the years. <laughs> so, uh, like you do, uh, like and, you, and, like and other does. comic books like one does. Uh, and then finally, it's mm-hmm. and I haven't heard anything in the last week or so, but I saw something come across the Twitter feed that Joaquin uh-huh. Phoenix was offered the villain role in Batman versus Superman, which is uh, getting people to think maybe it's for Lex Luthor. You know, I, not not I feeling it. it. It's not that I'm not feeling it. It's I I can't picture him in it. You know, Brian Cranston can't be in everything, Nicholas. I know. God, he would be such a good Lex Luthor, but um. <laughs> I just can't picture him in it, but knowing Joaquin Phoenix and how good an actor he is, I think he'll be fine. Yeah. You know, and I, I rewatched Man of Steel, and, and it's pretty good second time. 
I still haven't seen it. Still pretty good. Like it. You should watch it. Should, should I rent it or should I wait until Netflix? Uh, I don't know when it will come on Netflix. Um, I mean, I guess you should wait because you'll iTunes it. I would I would say it's worth like a red box, but you won't go to a red box. Uh, <laughs> Leave so. my house? Yeah, what's that all about? Um, <laughs> I mean, you can wait. You're not really huge on, on the comic book movies, so I don't know. But uh, I enjoyed it. I mean, I thought it was good. Russell Crowe was, was good in it. Kevin Costner was really, really good in it. Uh, it's kind of long. I hope Russell Crowe was better in that than he was in Les Mis. Cause... Oh, yeah. There's no singing in Men of Steel. Ooh, he was um, terrible. And then, of course, Amy Adams, which it may be mm. worth it for you to rent it just for that. So I don't know. Mm. That, that's a personal decision you're going to have to make. Every time my daughter wants to watch Enchanted, I'm like, all right, let's get some popcorn. Uh, That's the one with... Uh, What's his name? Who's in it? The yep. guy from Patrick Grey's Anatomy. Dempsey. There you go, Patrick Dempsey. Yep. Uh, I mean, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, what? Uh, what? Yeah, Doctor McDreamy. Uh, so good. It's a little comic book <laughs> wrap up there. The last thing I had note was uh, just uh, an update on uh, an addendum, if you will, on our previous podcast. We're talking about Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. They've uh, they've set a new date for Fast Seven. Originally scheduled for uh, July 11th, 2014, now mm-hmm. been uh, pushed to April 10th, 2015. Mm. So as we talked about before, obviously, uh, with Paul Walker uh, biting the bucket, uh, kicking the bucket, biting the what's the what's the phrase there? What's kick the idiom? The, kick, biting, kick, biting, biting the dust, biting the but he, he kicked the dust and bit the bucket. Yeah, so he, he bit the bucket. Uh, he crossed his eyes and dotted his teeth. <laughs> So with that, uh, with that unfortunate event transpiring, uh, they're having a they filmed about half of the movie, so they got to go back to kind of square one and kind of figure out what what they're going to do. And they were already uh, going. They already filmed half of it. They already filmed half of the movie. They were going super quick to get it out for the summer release, and uh, obviously, so now they've they've kind of put things on hold. They've got half the half the movie done, but who knows if they're going to scrap any or all of that. Uh, depending mm-hmm. on how, you know, they've got to write a new storyline. They've got to write his death in there, or if the, how they're going to do that, whether it's on camera or off or or what. So they've got to uh, take some time to do that. So uh, no Fast uh, and Furious next year. And, uh, you know, we'll have to have to wait and see. Next year will be neither Fast nor Furious. It will be neither Fast nor mm-hmm. Furious. But that's but that's OK. You know, uh, there's the Fast. You can always catch up and, and watch all the Fast and Furious movies. We'll. We may even uh, maybe even have a viewing uh, in a couple of weeks, so uh, I can't wait. St- stay tuned. Uh, is that all our news and follow up? I think it is, my awesome. friend. Awesome, cool, and the shade under forty minutes. <laughs> Getting better, mm. man. Oh my goodness, mm. professional, professional yeah. at work, yeah. right? At work that's, here, at work. That's what we are. So, uh, our agenda topic for today. For yeah. this evening, is... we're going to talk about something that we, the two of us, really don't know that much about. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like I know a little bit about it. Well, I know a little. Oh, okay. I, ho- I hope you know a little bit. Okay, so <laughs> please, we... please continue listening. <laughs> please don't turn don't turn it off because this is going to be great. So, Brandon is someone who owns a an Xbox three sixty three sixty. Yeah, has never owned a PlayStation, right? Correct. I am someone who owns a PS three. And has never owned an Xbox. What? And we are going to talk about the the Xbox One and the PS4. <laughs> there we go. So I just thought it's been about thirty days since yeah. these you know these two new systems have come out, and so it's appropriate to kind of at least touch on it for a few minutes. Uh, it's a it's a pretty big deal. Um, you know, we had the PS the PS3 came out in November of two thousand six. Oh my gosh, has it been that long? It has. It's been seven years. Uh, the Xbox actually came out the year before that, in November of 2005. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at seven years and for the PlayStation 3, uh, eight years for the Xbox 360, and now uh, and now we've got two new systems. Yeah, so, we do. Uh, you know, I think the first thing you got to do is, you know, really what's, uh, how do you compare the two? How do you look at it? Have you looked at the two systems? I've looked at them a bit, yeah. Okay. Um, some of the things that, are ways that I would compare them. Like they both suck. Um, but I mean, if you're comparing them to each other, I guess it's a little easier than comparing them Uh 
Um, What's it? Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, the, the, the big thing to me is, like, I've got... I don't have a whole lot of PlayStation 3 games, but I've got several that I really like to play. And um, you can't play them on the PS4, and you can't play any old Xbox games on the Xbox One. So they both kind of suck in that regard, but that kind of makes them even. Yep. Yeah, so, so I think it's not... Either way, you're starting over. Right, it's not a deciding factor. And I think... I think they made that conscious choice on both ends to say we've got a system that can handle these graphics. Um, and it's time to to move on. Yeah, from a system that's in effect, really. <laughs> I mean, it's been a long, uh, a long life for for both of those last two systems. Yeah. So I think it's you know it's there's and they're still going to make titles. Most studios say they're going to continue to make titles through 2017 for uh, both the right. PS3 and the Xbox 360. But uh, it's it's time to move on. Um, yeah, I mean, in the case of, of PlayStation, that's really all I can, you know, logically speak to since that's what I own. Like with the PlayStation 3, technically PlayStation 3 is not backwards compatible either. You can't right. technically play PlayStation 2 games on that architecture. But what they did was they put they added in this little chip that is basically like an entire PlayStation 2 in it. So it's really like two systems in one. And I guess they got to the point where they were like, we can't put three systems in a box. Like, we just can't do it. And so they were just like, forget it. And you got to think that whichever one of these companies, whether it was Sony or Microsoft, whoever made the decision first that we're not going to do backwards compatible, they had to have been doing backflips when the other company was like, yeah, we're not going to do backwards compatible either. Because then all of a sudden that's off the table. And it's like a fresh restart and they can they can fight on on level ground. Right, and I but I think that that helps make that conscious choice to say we want you to use every available uh, asset that you have in your system, and not right. not continually say, well, I don't do I really need to get the next generation version of this game? I'll just get the other one and then play it on the new system. You know, maybe I get a PS4, but then I play the older game because it's cheaper or something like mm-hmm. that. Now they say you've got you've got the the next generation system, get the next generation game that goes with it. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I think you look at these. One thing I thought was interesting, obviously, PlayStation came out about a week before uh, the Xbox One, PlayStation Four, um, uh-huh. in, in North America. Uh, they've sold as of uh, last week 2.37 million units of PlayStation Four to 1.84 million of Xbox One. Ooh. So I think, and 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 that's even with uh, you know you've got a greater price point for the Xbox, and that's the first thing you look at when you compare the consoles. Like is, is three ninety nine for a PS four four ninety nine for an Xbox One. Now, you, you know that extra hundred dollars you get. Um, you know the camera, the Connect camera is included. That's right, it does come with it. Right, so the PlayStation camera is sold separately. But as we we'll, we will get into in a second, I mean, for me, that's not that that's not a deal breaker. I actually hate the Connect, and uh, I don't really need the camera mm-hmm. um, for, for if I decide to you know going to purchase PS four. Going in at a three ninety nine price point is actually an advantage for me, um, so I like that. I like the fact that it, for three ninety nine you get a next generation system, um, you get a smaller system. It's uh, it's considerably smaller than the Xbox One. The uh, Xbox One's a big monster, isn't it? Thirteen and a half by ten by three, um, and the the PS four is ten by twelve mm. by two. So uh, yeah, Xbox is a beast. Um, they're both obviously Blu ray players. They both have eight gigabyte. Um, ram and uh, 500 gigabyte hard drives mm-hmm. uh the ps4 is removable hard drive the xbox uh, one is not removable oh um, so i can't expand it the the other the other nice thing <clears throat> is that uh the ps4 has an internal power supply uh whereas the xbox right. still has this this uh this power brick that's kind of really bulky and annoying and you know has to go separate from the actual unit that's uh, set up in your console system yeah, I read that uh, you can actually unplug the HDMI and power cable from your PS3 and plug your PS4 into them, and they work. Yep. Yeah. So, so. I think I think for, right from the gate, there's some there's some real advantages to to PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the other interesting thing I read about was that it was talking about converters con, uh, converting gamers, and that the PlayStation 4 is converting more gamers than the Xbox One, which I thought was interesting because it's something that I'm considering as an Xbox 360 owner. Uh, mm-hmm. Converting over to the PlayStation Four, uh, it's saying that coming from uh, PlayStation Four buyers coming from PS3, sixty percent. So people like you that have a PS3 that maybe have purchased or considering a purchase of PlayStation Four, about sixty percent of the pop, uh, of those PS3 uh, of the PlayStation Four buyers have a PS3. Um, okay. 
28% coming from the Xbox 360. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's impressive. For Xbox One, only 10% coming from PS3 and 81% from Xbox 360. Wow. Con- considerable uh, difference there, only 10%. Yeah, that's a big, big difference. Yeah, so I think that's, that, that's your big separator is that obviously it's going to be easier. You're going to get people that are used to the PlayStation systems uh, that are going to just move right up. They had a PlayStation, had a PlayStation 2, a PlayStation 3, and now it's time for the PlayStation 4, or maybe they skipped a generation. Uh, but it's a lot harder to get that person that's uh, had Xboxes, like myself, played Xbox in college. One of the main reasons why I got an Xbox 360 uh, was played played Halo in college, wanted to continue playing Halo, was used to the Xbox. Mm-hmm. So I got a 360 when it came out, Never had never owned a PlayStation. Uh, but now I'm, uh, I'm considering getting a, a PS4 because... Uh, I don't need a lot of the online stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I can still keep my Xbox and play Halo and some of the Xbox games are going to keep putting out titles if I want to play some exclusive stuff. Uh, I lose some of the the exclusive Xbox One titles, but I gain a lot of the PlayStation 4 exclusive titles that I yes. would never be able to play. Uh, some really cool titles that are going to be coming out. I don't know if you saw, like, there's a, a game coming out in March called Infamous Second Son, which is like a... Uh, this guy has a, has superpowers, and it's apparently one of the very first that really max out the the ability of these what these systems can do in terms of destructible environments, in terms of uh, high resolution graphics, mm-hmm. and uh, it looks very very cool. And there's a uh, another game coming out later next year called The Order, which is uh, kind of like a um, kind of like a role playing game action game. That uh, uses elements in history from King Arthur, uh, but oh, it's cool. but it's set in like 19th century London, um, and these this order oh. of th- this order of knights uh, are helping to protect against uh, kind of these this other breed of of uh, like where almost kind of like werewolves and mo- other monsters and stuff. I think um, I saw a trailer for that. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty badass, yeah. and that's a PS4 exclusive title. So all these things are getting me real excited about you know for three ninety nine having a, a nice little entry into the next generation uh, next generation market, especially with a yeah. lot of the changes that PlayStation has has made. The, the controller for one looks pretty awesome. I don't know it if does you got, look really good. You yeah. had a chance to see the controller there. Pretty pretty. It looks sweet. really good. Um, I mean, I'm not I'm not one that would be big on using the the touchscreen little thing on it but right. it's got like integrated headphones and and all that and i mean it just looks really good uh looks like a, a real improvement over the dual shock 3 um the one thing that um i thought was interesting i was looking through some of the uh this the the video stuff because the xbox you know microsoft talking about how they want xbox to be like the media center for your whole room yeah they don't want you to turn it off yeah, they don't want you to turn it off. They want you to use that exclusively for everything. You can even run your cable box through it. Right. Um, but one thing that I thought was interesting is, like, even now on the PS3, you can you can put um, Netflix on there and Hulu Plus and all that stuff. But uh, with the Xbox One, you to watch Netflix, you have to pay for the Xbox Live Gold, the $60 a year, huh? in order to access Netflix. Gotcha. I'm like sixty dollars a year to access the Netflix that I pay eight dollars a month for. Well, mm. see, but that's the other thing is that so. so for me, like I don't even know if I got a PS4. I don't even know if I would use or if I would purchase the the PlayStation Online um, because I don't really. I'm not getting it for, to play online. Right. Uh, I'm getting it just to play some games that I wouldn't otherwise be able to play. And I've got my Apple TV downstairs to be able to access all that other stuff. Right. Exactly. Um, so for me, it yeah. just becomes my main Blu-ray player and then just an extra mm-hmm. gaming system to have uh, to try out some new stuff. But yeah. uh, that's what my PS3 ends up being for me, because I'm not going to pay to get beat by a bunch of, you know, snot nosed kids. Well, I just don't, I, that's not it's not the time that I want to spend. I don't It's no. not. You know, I, I want to play a single player campaign. Uh, I want to, you know, get into some of the games like the Grand Theft Autos and the shooters and stuff like that and uh, the, the racing games and, and play for an hour, hour and a half and then call it a day. Um, yeah. You know, so uh, I think it's, the, the uh, you're going to say something, bro. I was just going to say, speaking of racing games, um, they I think we talked about Gran Turismo before um, the uh, the headlining racing game for PlayStation uh, Gran Turismo 6 does not work on PlayStation 4. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have a new game. They um, are. They're called, working right now on it. Yeah, it's called Drive Club. 
they're working on Drive Club, and they're also working on the next um, Gran Turismo that will be PS4 exclusive. Okay, gotcha. So, but I think Drive Club is supposed to come out before that. Yeah, I think... So, uh, and Drive Club looks good. It says early 2014 right now. I think that's right, yeah. Um, yeah, and it uh, does look very good. I'll uh, have to see how that is. And uh, so they've got... That's that's some of the other things that we talked about. Infamous it looks like a really good game. I'd recommend looking mm-hmm. at a go look at a trailer for that apparently it's it's a series of games that have they've they've had a couple of games already on um uh on the playstation before and then this is a kind of a new story told within that universe with the new character and new powers and apparently he can absorb powers from other people um so it, it's pretty badass and it's set in seattle so it's uh it's very very cool um so i would check that out check out the order as well it comes out next yes. year and then drive club is another really big playstation exclusive now on the xbox side you've got their big launch title obviously they had a racing game forza motorsport mm-hmm. uh, five i think i saw a tweet today actually when you install when you start up forza you have to do a um an update and it's six gigabytes nice yeah you have to download before you can play well you know i think that's uh, you know well, it's not, not it's not to it's, shit on xbox because i think with with same with playstation i mean you have to you put these games on they're, they're requiring you to yeah you, you download with the hard drive the um because um, of the, the run times playstation uh three when i got uh grand Turismo six i had to do an update that was i don't remember exactly how big it was but it was bigger than a gigabyte just just to start the game up right so, I mean, I, I started and I wasn't playing for almost an hour while I waited for the download and the install and everything. Nice. That's that's, yeah. that's what you like. You like that. It's a you great experience. Um, so you've got uh, Forza 5, <laughs> Rise, Son of Rome, which is kind of like a Roman Empire-ish kind of game. Um, and then their, their big one next year, their big exclusive that they're touting is called Titanfall, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a mech warrior game where you're almost like a like a Voltroni kind of thing where you're kind of jumping in a, a machine and going to it. It's like robot jocks. Yeah, robot jocks. There you go. Um, Love that movie. Like Pacific Rim. It's it's there. It's, it's Pacific Rim. Yeah. Uh, without uh, without the crazy tattoos on their arms. Without uh, Charlie Hunnam. Yes. And uh, Clay Morrow. Uh, so there you go there. I think the one thing I would like to just touch on is, you know, obviously most people that are listening to this or are thinking about purchasing a PlayStation 4 or Xbox, um, one are kind of like, well, I've already got either a PlayStation three or a 360. Why upgrade? You know, what's the big, uh, jump and what's mm-hmm. the difference? And it's pretty substantial, uh, in terms of what you're going to get on these new systems, especially in the new year, when you've got games studios that are working on stuff that are really maxing out the limits of these games as opposed yeah. to stuff that kind of was, they kind of threw out to, to be used across all platforms. Um, you know, I think some of these games that are coming out now are, you'll, they'll look better because of the resolution uh, difference. You know, you're going from uh, 720, uh, most cases that have been upscaled um, yeah. on your system to 1080 to, to games that are, that will now run in native 1080p. So I think invariably you're going to run it fast in 1080. Yeah. 60 frames per second yeah. in some cases up from 30. So I think these are some of these big, um, the big changes that you'll notice significantly, especially with these newer games that are going to be coming out. Uh, also they're, they've had a lot of improvements to the lighting, the high dynamic range, the, the colors, mm-hmm. the blacks and, and the grays and, and just the variants of, uh, of lighting that you'll see in mm-hmm. these games and, uh, that you can really notice, uh, it's very, very pretty to to look at these landscapes now uh, especially on a big tv which most people have so uh, a yeah. big hd tv running a native 1080p it's uh it's it's a pretty thing yeah i think if you compare the capabilities of the xbox one to the xbox 360 or the ps4 to the ps3 they're both a big big jump and um and which you know you kind of didn't expect to see that big a jump because computers are so fast now yeah you don't see huge jumps like that but the other thing um and i, I can't really speak to the to the xbox side but the PS3 is notoriously hard to program for, and it's only been fairly recently that that developers have been able to get as much out of that system as they can. And the PS4 deliberately, they've made it a thousand times easier to program for. And so you're going to see better games much more quickly than you did with the PS3. Yep. So. Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> this is interesting. We're, we're entering a brave new world here. Uh 
these games are these systems do are doing so much more and are being asked to do so much more. We talked about with Xbox One kind of being the hub of your living room. Uh, PlayStation Four seems early on to be more of the gamer uh, system, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which which again is what I keep coming back to. I have an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. I have actually a brand new Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty uh, because we talked about uh, you know we've talked at, at length about uh, my problems with the Thor, the God of Thunder. Um, and, uh, so I, I have, uh, I have a brand new Xbox 360 that I'm, I'm happy with and I've got games that I like to play on it and I've got games that I still have to play on it and get through. Um, and it allows me an opportunity to, if I'm thinking about getting a new system, um, it all signs point to the PlayStation. Yeah. I've never had one before, which actually in itself is kind of a reason to kind of try it out, you know? Um, mm-hmm. to, to see, yeah. to see what it's like. But the fact that for three ninety nine I get a Blu-ray player, I get a new system, uh, and get an opportunity to play games that I, I would never, uh, get to play. Um, and you know, I don't really need the camera. I don't need the online component, at least not right now. So mm-hmm. I can get in for three ninety nine and have a brand new system. Uh, that's, that's pretty enticing. Yeah, I agree. So, so I will probably will be purchasing a PS4. I don't know if it's in a month or, or three months or six months, but, uh, I will, uh, I will report back and, uh, we could talk about it. So yeah. I, it's going to be, uh, we are, are you thinking about it at all? Um, yeah, I've been thinking about it. Okay. Um, I think, uh, my thought process is, you know, uh, I'm familiar with PlayStation and kind of how they do things and I don't see any really compelling reason for me to go to the Xbox one. Right. Uh, unfortunately I don't really see a whole lot of compelling reason for me to go to PS4 yet. Okay. Just because, um, the kind of games I play, um, I can play them on my on my PS3 for the time being, but so, you know. So what? So you've played like what are the game big games? I mean, obviously Grand Theft Auto, um, and Grand Gran Turismo. Is big Gran Turismo is is huge. Pretty, I, I pretty much all the pretty much that. all the Grands. Yeah, uh, I, I I cover the Grands. Anything with Grand in the title, that's that's um, that's what you get Nicholas for his birthday. That's right. Um, now, I mean, you you know, go six months or a year down the road and. You know, you got Drive Club coming out and you got, you know, the new Gran Turismo for PlayStation 4, which, as we said, is a, is a much more capable system. Then, you know, I, I could see myself saying, yeah, well, it's it's time to go ahead and upgrade. Um, but uh, but for at least for now, for the immediate future, I'm just kind of waiting. So what so Gran Turismo f- 6 versus drive club i mean is, is it two different kinds of games or would they be really competing with each other is it different a different um, interface i think it's going to be a pretty different interface i haven't looked at the drive club trailer in a while so I, I don't remember exactly what it's like but um but i think uh you know gran turismo it, it tries to be more of a simulator mm-hmm. and i think drive club is going to try to be more of a game oh, so if that okay. makes sense gotcha. yeah um, but that being said, what I did see of drive club looks amazing. And, well, um, cool. Yeah. It I, looks I haven't looked at it yet. I, I haven't played, I kind of ate it out on recent games. Um, you know, I've played some in the past. I've had some for the three sixty, and so, uh, we'll, we'll see how, I mean, it's obviously the new graphics will help with that. Um, yeah. and make it really, really pretty. I just, I know that and this one thing that you really like about the Gran Turismo that kind of turns me off is just how, intense that game is like Gran Turismo is pretty serious yeah I mean uh, you can you can play it you know like, fairly you know casually like you have to get your driver's license before you can even you do anything get your like, I, okay I don't need that I don't need that <laughs> it can be kind of stressful <laughs> but you know I've been playing Gran Turismo it, this is they they made a big thing about this one is uh the 15th anniversary of the first one and I've been playing it for 15 years I've been playing it since the first one came out and, uh, you know, you get so used to it that it just doesn't bother you anymore. You know, oh, yeah, I got to get all my licenses before I can do anything. Yeah, no, no, thank you. <laughs> I but will not be doing that. I, I do have a feeling that, you know, this time next year or probably before Christmas next year, you know, I might be in the market for an upgrade. You know, I might might even be looking at, you know, maybe upgrading the TV or something. Um Whoa. We're, yeah, we're talking about uh, doing an upstairs room for the kid. Okay, so you'd put so that I would room need, upstairs. I would obviously need a new TV for downstairs. Obviously. Well, you know, that one's beginning to show its age. I mean, not, <laughs> not really, but... I mean, 
Not to a normal person, it isn't, but yeah. to me, it is. <laughs> no, it's still pretty good television. Yeah, it's a good TV. It's just I'm ready for something new. Yeah, and um, and so you know, it, it might be an, an excellent time to you know go ahead and pull the trigger on a on a PS4, and you never know. I mean, I don't think you're going to get in the first year a, a substantial price drop, but you might get a little bit of a price drop. Mm. So, what um, <laughs> when did you buy your PS3? How like after it came out? So it came uh, out in 2006. My November. first PS3, I actually pre-ordered. Okay. So you got it right when it came out. I got it the day it came out. Oh, wow. Um, Actually, no, that's not right. I didn't pre-order it. I, because they were, they were out. Um, I actually bought it on eBay. Oh, wow. Look at you. You were, you were pretty dedicated. Yeah. And paid way more than it was worth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I got it, uh, day one. And, um. Uh, it what was wasn't the first, until what was the first game that you oh gosh I don't even remember okay uh, I'm sure it was some racing game I can't, I can't remember um, but uh, it, it they had some problems with the they always have problems with the first run mm-hmm. um, but I never had any problems with it until maybe two years ago or so uh, the hard drive died on it and um and it just wouldn't work anymore. So I ended up replacing it with the PS3, I guess, what did they call it? The PS3 Slim or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a fairly newer one um, that I have now. So I'm on my second PS3. But I got the, I got this PS3 for a hell of a lot less than I paid for the first one. <laughs> nice. Well, I, I don't even want to tell you what uh, Xbox I'm on. I mean, I only... I don't know how much I've really put into it, but I got my original, you know, Xbox 360, I think in 2006, um, mm-hmm. like uh, spring of 2006, I just moved back to Richmond. Uh, so I got the Xbox and then I think I had it for maybe two years, somewhere around there. And then I had the red ring of death and then oh, I paid, no. I paid $99 and got a, you know, refurbed Xbox. Um, and then that lasted like another year and a half and had red ring of death um and then i got uh i just bought a slint i bought a the black the new black one that had come out a four gigabyte uh with some fantasy football jelly beans that i had won and uh got that one and then of course that had that didn't get the red ring of death it, it got the the white ring of thor's uh hammer uh, all up on it so uh so that died, and now I've got this one. So I think, well, this is like Xbox One, Two, Xbox Four, my fourth Xbox. Um, so yeah, there you go. Pretty awesome. I, w- Actually, <laughs> I was looking into the, the the new systems, and apparently, uh, the Xbox One has instead of the Red Ring of Death, they have the Disk Drive of Doom. Uh, but according to what I read, it's pretty rare. Not anything like the the Red Ring of Death. And then I've read that uh, it's less than one percent of all PS4s, but it's, some of them have what they're calling the blue light of death. So it just like what? shows like a pulsing blue light and just stops working. <laughs> all right, well, that's something to look forward to. Yeah, but apparently it's it's they're they're both pretty rare, a lot rarer than than the problems in the PS3 and the Xbox 360. So, so do you have the online? Uh, component for PlayStation? Like if no, because I'd like if, really. we, if we both had PlayStation 4 and I got. Like if we got drive club, we could race against each other. Um, I think for PS4, I would have to get the, then the, the full on like paid online thing. Yeah. It's like 50 bucks a year. Yeah. All I have for PS3 is like the PlayStation network where you can like download stuff, but I don't have like the, the, the real account. So, but I mean, Hey, if we both had PlayStation 4, I'd I'd be much more willing to fork over the fifty bucks. Yeah, well, I'd never, you know, I I mean, I don't I'd know. much rather play you than some stranger. True, and I think it makes it interesting. Some of the, um, you know, a lot of these games are introducing more co-op modes. Um, you mm-hmm. can go through these single-player campaigns uh, in co-op, which is pretty cool. Or do some of these. I mean, one of the games I know, uh, if I get the PlayStation in the next couple months before, uh, I know Infamous Second Son is going to be probably the, one of the first games I purchase with it. Uh, I'm going to send you the, the links to that game in the order and let you look at that. Um, okay. But uh, so that doesn't come out. Infamous Second Son doesn't come out till like mid-March. So before that, if I get it before that, I'll probably be picking up uh, the new Lego game, which is uh, Lego Marvel. 
awesome. Marvel Super Mar- Lego Marvel Superheroes. It's freaking phenomenal. You would not believe the stack of Lego games we have in this house. Lego Never. Marvel Superheroes <laughs> looks awesome, and apparently on the PS4, it just looks so beautiful. And the the oh, the, the, 1080, the 1080p is just so gorgeous on there. And then you know, obviously with the Lego games, you got like drop in, drop out, co op. So you yes. could come in and and you know be a superhero. You could play as Hulk, and I could be Captain America or whatever. But uh, so that, that's pretty cool. Um, can I be Can I be Ant Man? Uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a very good question. I think you can be Rocket Raccoon. <gasps> Done. <laughs> <laughs> Sold, my friend. <laughs> Done and done. Uh, so yeah, so that'll be interesting. Uh, so we'll have to monitor, uh, you know, when I get my PlayStation and how that's all going to work because that's going to be a totally new concept for me with the controllers and everything. And uh, and uh, it may be, you know, the other thing that's uh, that's really pushing this drive to get this PlayStation Four is, uh, you know, th- this may be the last time I have a little bit of disposable income. Um, <laughs> you know, at some some point we're gonna we're gonna have kids. Who knows if, when that's going to be? But. Uh, you know, I know that once once that day uh, happens or it's announced, um, my money will soon dry up, and oh, yeah. uh, and they'll be like, "Wait a minute, why are you spending three ninety nine on a game system when you have one?" You just start uh, signing your paychecks over to Target. <laughs> well, apparently everyone is right. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, so um, so yeah, so uh, interesting. I just wanted to get your take on that as a, as a P- one. From uh, one Xbox 360 owner to another PS3 owner. That's right, exactly. Uh, to see what they thought, but it's, uh, it looks like uh, good things in 2014. I think that's really going to be the, as we see a lot of separation between these exclusive titles and uh, where how these games can really uh, and games and, and systems really um, can max out this new graphics and get people to say, hey, you uh, you don't want to just have your Xbox 360 or your PS3. It's uh, it's time to 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 upgrade, upgrade. Yeah. And and I have a feeling that when we follow up on this a year from now, there might be two PS4s in the Aircon pod. There we go. That would be uh, fun. I would, yeah. I would I would thoroughly enjoy that. That would be excellent. Uh, all right, buddy. Well, that's uh, that's all I have for today. Yeah, man. Cool. This was this was uh, excellent. This was this was most excellent. Um, so uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll we'll get back to you guys real soon. And uh, until then, for Nicholas, this is Brandon. Be excellent to each other. 